Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we're discussing The Witch's Curse, which is episode 12 from season eight and originally aired on the 12th of January, 1992. And our writer for The Witch's Curse is Tracy Friedman, who has only written one episode of Murder, She Wrote, and this is it. So (laughs) (laughs) I do always like when it's someone that just had a, you know, one and then they're like, this is it. I'm going to do it. And it's, you know, it's uh, my masterpiece. <laughs> I like it. I do too, yeah. yeah. She didn't she didn't want to write a second one because then she didn't want to go downhill. You know, she's at the top, yeah. she's at the peak. Mm-hmm. Nowhere up. So, because this is a 90s one, there is a <laughs> huge cast list for this one. But <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try to do this as streamlined as humanly possible. So... Cabot Cove is hosting uh, Amateur Dramatics, a play about local witch Rachel Abbott, who was burned at the stake after an extensive trial of witchcraft. Anyways, the play is being directed by Dr. Seth Hazlitt, played by William Wyndham. So in the play are a variety of locals, and they're trying to find the right person to play Uh, Rachel Abbott, so (laughs) Eve Simpson, played by Julie Adams, auditions, but then in walks Mariah Osborne, played by Mary Crosby, who's nobody seen before, and she just gets, wows them with her performance and gets the part, and she seems a little witchy herself. (laughs) She has long (laughs) black hair, and she's living in the old Walker place. Um, the, and the bells when, chime the bells chime when she's doing anyways and she goes around upsetting everybody <laughs> by <laughs> flirting with various older Cabot Cove men uh, one is Charles Winthrop played by Robert Vaughn who is currently wheelchair bound because he's hurt his leg he is married to Lydia Winthrop played by Marianne Seldes who's also in the play there's also Judge Willard Clinton played by Ed Nelson who's in the play and Mariah is sort of flirting with him. And then there's insurance man, Nate Parsons played by David Aykroyd, who I think is also in the play (laughs) anyways. And another lady who wanted the part in the play is Penelope Hope Daniels played by Marianne Mercer. And she's going around and all the old biddies are gossiping about Mariah Osborne and she's a witch and she's, you know, and so nobody's being that nice to her. And one of them even sets Sheriff Mort Metzger after her, who played by Ron Massick, when the Winthrops are not burgled, but their safe is opened, and but nothing is stolen. And then there is a fire at Nate Parsons' shed where he's keeping old insurance information. And finally- it's got a pentagram on it. And that has a pentagram on it. And then finally, Judge Willard Clinton is pushed out of the steeple bit of the courthouse and falls to his death, which causes uh, Jessica and Mort to start investigating that. Also in this episode is Deputy Andy Broom, played by Lewis Hertham. So there's a lot of stuff going on here and a lot of characters, but it turns out that Mariah Osborne is actually Mary Lynn- Osborne or Walker, Mary Lynn Walker and her mother 
was accused and went to jail for stealing one of Lydia Winthrop's necklaces. She then had a tough life and Mary Lynn, aka Mariah, had come back to Cabot Cove to see if she could figure out what exactly had happened to her mother. And it turns out it was a pretty terrible thing where Lydia Winthrop had lied about uh, Monica Walker, that's Mary Lynn's mother, having stolen the necklace because she was having an affair with Charles. When she, when she, uh, Monica was then in jail, Willard Clinton had offered to drop the case if she slept with him, and she said no, so he pursued it, and she went to jail. And basically, they all kind of, cons- not conspired, Lydia and Willard conspired to ruin Monica's life, and Charles wasn't really any the wiser about it. So in the end, uh, you know, I guess all is forgiven for Mariah and that she got Lydia put away and she's still going to be in the play. And yeah, so it's did the mom die or the mom she- was dead? Yeah, she said to her dying breath or something like that. Yeah, mom, mom had passed, but they never say why or how. No. And anyways, and there's one fun fact for this episode, and that is one of the Victorian houses seen in this episode had earlier appeared in another Universal TV series as 1313 Mockingbird Lane, the home of Herman and Lily in the 1960s sitcom The Munsters. Mm. That is a fun fact. Interesting. Yeah, The Witch's Curse. So this is our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween, everybody. Oh, and before I forget, I just want to say... Angela Lansbury recently on October 16th celebrated her 96th birthday. Woo! Yeah. Woohoo! Happy birthday! They say it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and we're, I guess we're celebrating it with this episode. <laughs> it is a, like, it's kind of upsetting some of the stuff that happens but all the people and i mean i don't want to start here necessarily but these old cabot cove guys i mean they are i know the wives here are bad news like lydia's bad uh you know penelope's bad who's penelope married to or is she just i don't think she is married Here's a, okay, before we get into the terrible men of Cabot Cove, I know where I'd like to start. And that is that Penelope wants to audition as Rachel. And Seth says, no, I want you to play Rachel's mother. And then asks Eve Simpson to audition as Rachel. And I was like, I would have thought Eve was older than Penelope. That seems a little messed up. Yeah, I that part I did find confusing. I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> at the very least they're a similar age yeah <laughs> well, i mean he's dancing around it like for so long he's like i just ha- had you in mind for the mother and then yeah then he goes to eve simpson which yeah i well but we know eve is a great actress we already know this even though final curtain i think airs after this but mm-hmm. You know, we know she's the she's the best actress in town. (laughs) It was just a funny thing where you're like, oh, okay, so that lady's gonna play that lady's mother. That seems a little bit strange. But I'm excited for um, uh, AJ. Nothing but a number. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but I think um, 
it should be interesting at the least. But yeah, I mean, that's a one thing to flag. But you know, these Kamiko guys, <laughs> they are so gross. <laughs> like, what's yeah. the deal? Yeah. But the judge, when yeah. they're rehearsing and he's all disheveled, he has his undershirt on and the the robe is kind of open and you're just, I didn't know, it was a lot. And they like cannot wait to like <laughs> dump their wives and go after this girl showing like a, like a minuscule amount of interest in them. Like they're just like, yep, I'm ready to party. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, oh, right. I mean, I guess Charles... It's hard to know with Charles, like, what his deal is. I mean, there's a foot rubbing situation in there that is tough. I know. I was like, are we going to get into that? It's (laughs) (laughs) It's so gross. Well, and I had worried for a second that she was his daughter. Oh. Yeah. So it didn't, that didn't happen. But I, when they started talking about her mom and that she was secretary for the Winthrops. I was like, oh no, oh no. (laughs) Did he say he knew who she was? No, No, but the wife, the wife The wife did, right, okay, sorry. I don't think he had any idea. He's a bobo. And like, what's he? Well, then it's a bobo. He's a bobo. I've never heard that word in a long time. Lydia, how could you? Like, kind of his fault all in the first place. Yeah. He's a bobo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, also, are we. Like, okay, sorry, I'm not trying to jump in all in here, but the thing, one thing never got tied up. He could walk. Right. He kept getting up and walking around. I was like, I thought he was wheelchair bound. Like they kept yeah. saying, he kept saying he was stuck in the chair. And then Jessica even catches him walking around. He's like, oh, nothing. She doesn't do anything about it. Right, like no. She really clamps the glue so that he'll get up and she'll come back. And hey, I forgot my jacket. For what? <laughs> to implicate him in setting the storage unit on fire I, I mean i don't know and why was he pretending like he couldn't walk they never addressed that, that part confused me i think for the insurance money but and he was hurt it just what happened just, again he slipped off a roof no, fell down he, the stairs. He fell oh. oh the work the yeah they yeah, talked about the fact that the, the workman had been there <laughs> Down the <laughs> they mentioned it like three or four times and i'm like what work were they doing well and was he walking on the stairs like right after they had just finished right. were they like Whoa. i like when the wife was like i did tell you they were here so yeah. <laughs> i'm just picturing them like shellacking the stairs and it's like super slippery <laughs> about people having these like terrible falls and it's just like <laughs> i just like, I imagine there's like a hallway like i, I don't i don't know <laughs> really, he's like he on had, roller skates <laughs> go down the wooden hallway and feel that that was slippery and then go down the stairs gosh you guys are thinking of him slipping i literally thought his foot fell through a stair oh, <laughs> oh and i thought better. it was a shoddy workmanship 
I thought he said he fell down the stairs. Yeah, that makes no, it makes total sense that you you would think slipping. <laughs> I just literally thought his foot he fell looked, the stairs. I don't know why. Field, skid into the oil slick and then stepped his mm-hmm. foot through the stairs. I, I like this. That's good. Like an oil treatment, like a oil, like for wood, like conditioner. Yeah, I'm. I like your version better, but I think he did fall down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know. Or places of his body break though, like it was just his foot. Yeah, yeah. maybe he fell going up the stairs. <laughs> like he's. <laughs> I just feel like it's like a knee issue or back issue. Yeah. Mm. But then he could walk on it. So did he slip at all? Who knows? And why didn't he have a walking cast? The thing with the little nub on your heel, you know? And then this is the thing is I think he could hadn't really hurt his leg, but then they never tied that up. So it was like, why had was he pretend Megan's right? I'm sure it was something to do with the insurance on the on whatever their claim was for for him falling. I guess, a, yeah, a red herring to get her to talk to the insurance guy and then have the lady over here that she wanted the files. And then, like, I could have sworn that the, when I think of this episode that the insurance guy was bad and trying to get people to up their insurance claims, but I guess that's just, like, a red herring. But he was naughty. I mean, for him to be like, oh, we can't give you any files on the house for an inspection longer than 20 years prior like i think that's all public domain like they should be able to get anything he's like it's company policy and then he was super shady with jessica and that was weird yeah but jessica was like uh 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 yeah i know all the rules so she's like i'll go above your head if you want me to but (laughs) (laughs) is that what you really want (laughs) yeah I can get a subpoena, so why don't you just give me those files? That's <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's classic. Like, I just love that she just so like casually bullies all these people into doing stuff. But it, it the insurance guy was like, I don't know, how do I say this without sounding gross? Like, they're also horny, all these gross yeah. old guys. Yeah. Old, like so old and horny. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like predatory. Yeah. yeah yeah not yeah. just you know because there's you know i think dennis the cat burglar is like flirty and like a little racy sometimes but he's not predatory like yeah you're right ashley there's like a real desperation there and like kind of a like a real and rage and all that kind of stuff where you're like oh this these guys seem so when mariah's sort of like goading them you kind of even though you know she's sort of up to something I think anyways, you're sort of always on her side because you're like, these guys are so stupid for like thinking that this 30 something woman has any interest in them whatsoever, other than whatever information it is that they can give her. And yet the judge goes right to the, I know he's like Mariah and he's like running up the stairs. You're like, what are you doing? He's like, Rachel, are we playing games here? Yeah, I think that's so weird. When, when we saw, um, what's his face? Michael Ian, Michael Ian Hall. Like, Anthony uh, Michael. Anthony Michael Hall. I'm like, Michael Ian Black was in an episode? Uh, <laughs> go on. But like, the high schoolers and college students are just as bad. Yeah, everyone's bad. Pre- he was predatory, too. Just yeah. know... 
like if a woman expressed a boundary, they're like, that is a suggestion that I'm not taking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They all have these wives in the background that are like a bit, it's like, they're so like bitter and sad and it's just like, oh so like toxic all of this and right. she's like I I wanted to like keep Charles I'm like, just Charles so great like right. you know he's I mean I guess it's like I don't know she didn't want to get divorced I can I guess like understand that but it's like it, to to send an innocent woman to prison right. to try to keep your marriage to, to basically like Look, the issue here isn't the fact that he has cheated on me. The issue here is that there's like temptation in the way. So if I just remove the temptation, then the issue will be gone. It's like, Lydia, no. Like, I'm assuming these guys are all just terrible and they're going to keep doing. And Mariah shows up and just proves that point. Like, right. Accurately. And she's going to frame her for murder, you know? Yeah. How much did she look like that girl from the ring when she had that wig on and she pushed the guy out of that window? Yeah. Yeah. Not when you can see her face, but when she was like running for it and you're like, oh God. (laughs) That wig. Talk about a Halloween movie. (laughs) The wig work in this episode is just. (laughs) This is what I was was saying before we got on the call. Like, you know, uh, Mariah has clearly a, a a wig and it's not it's not the best wig and then the the lydia who pushes the guy out of the window they're like oh we got a hair sample and it came back nylon well yeah i mean they're all wearing wigs this is all gonna come back (laughs) right but the real secret is that mariah's been wearing a wig this whole time yeah (laughs) i was half expecting that yeah, and the guy that fell from the roof, they used a stunt person. <laughs> yeah, <right>. And that <laughs> wig was rough too. <laughs> I, yeah, was so-, so I thought that's what Megan was talking about, the wig work. I'm like, oh, and the stunt. And she's like, no, the other, like the very prominent, really bad wig. <laughs> and I just watched a movie called Malignant that has an uh, also a really bad wig. And it kind of just reminded me of that. malignant the one that's meant to be bad i didn't care for it the last 30 minutes are pretty entertaining but the first part of the movie isn't great i I thought that's my personal opinion but (laughs) the wig in that movie is also horrible i it's like you get such good wig work i feel like now you know as like we've kind of gone also i think the expectations are higher you know probably because of drag race and things like that where it's like people really know how to like put wigs on and so to see her in a wig that was like <laughs> did it move <laughs> sort of sat on her head I'm not sure what Mary Crosby looks like uh, is she a blonde maybe in real life I think she has light brown hair but she's also in another murder she wrote where she has shorter hair and I'm just trying to remember if I thought that was a wig too or if that was her real hair I mean, this one, the wig makes sense because she's meant to be like a witchy woman. So she's meant to have the long black hair and look like Rachel and all this sort of stuff. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think she has like good hair. Yeah, they're just trying to make it look like she was a little more, you know, like she was witchy. And the bangs as well. Sorry, the bangs as well were. um, Yeah, it's tricky. 
they were basically just like straight out <laughs> yeah it yeah like when she ran like they just went up instead of down <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it was um and i did like when she comes through the door to the rehearsal and she's like with her with her hair flowing <laughs> sorry the wind caught the door yeah. like all the wind's blowing in and like the door's like it's so good what is like what does jessica say is it jessica who says it or says about like you know the parallels between mariah and the real witch like and they called the witch like a beautiful young woman i was like right do they know what she looked like <laughs> Rachel Abbott. Yeah. yeah. She was Megan, she was hot as heck. Okay. That's what it says in all of the like manifestos. I was like, Ooh. also, is this like a fun theatrical production that they're putting on? <laughs> Seems pretty grim to me. Like it just like, it's like oh. the crucible. Or like one of <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they didn't get the rights to the crucible yeah. or it would have been too tricky. <laughs> so they're just doing this. Cause I was just like in my head I kind of thought isn't the crucible like old enough and then I realized it's Arthur Miller and it's like the 50s or something like that right yeah I think you and I read the crucible in high school didn't we Ashley I think we did I think we all did I (laughs) I think you have to but it's like one of those places where it's like yeah it's really important like and like and I'm not trying to say theater all has to be like musicals or whatever but it's like (laughs) this is a heavy heavy stuff and what happens at the end of that you're just like oh god and so it's like yeah so not only are they putting on a crucible sort of thing although I thought the costumes looked great but it was like they are putting an amateur local theater production of the crucible (laughs) on it's like when are we gonna do guys and dolls right right (laughs) lighten it up a little bit right like the one they're doing with david it's you know someone going crazy his descent into madness <laughs> was there one with um the guy that you always think is really hunky Lyle Wagoner yeah oh that yeah that's in um is that the one with the two critics is it okay so it was in Cabot Cove the other play in Cabot Cove is the one where the two older actors return and they are putting on a comedy production. You're right. Wait, about I thought where that was they're... in Florida. No, it's in Cabot Cove because remember Jessica was painting the scenery with Frank. She was like one of the like behind the scenes people and, and befriended the actors. And so they return and they do the play where they're basically, it's like a, meant to be like an Oscar Wilde type thing. Where it's like, they're both married to other people or maybe not Oscar Wilde, like, I don't know, like like a comedy of errors kind of thing where they're both married to other people, but they're exes of each other. They're ex-spouses that have married other people that then want to get back together. And um, it's a real laugh riot based on the response you get when they perform it in Cabot Cove. People are rolling down the aisles. <laughs> they are. There's like a lot of laughing in the audience. There's so much laughing. And there's one line that I'm always say, saying to Megan, which is, which is like something like we've got to, we've got to like give it give it a third try and then one of the then the lady goes but first we have to get rid of our number twos and everyone's <laughs> and everyone's <not> like, 
you're like, is that a joke? <laughs> we need to do that one soon. It's it's a good one. Um, but yeah, no, I I mean, and I feel like, yeah, this is kind of a rough play that they're doing, but it's about the Cabot Cove, you know, their history, I guess. The founders' Their terrible day. history. Yeah, not the founders' day. <laughs> like everything to do with Cabot Cove history is awful. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just all these awful things. Yeah, wasn't there? Um, who was the slip tier or uh, Benedict Arnold slip tier? <laughs> yeah, or um, Peabody. 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 Yeah, Peabody. Oh, yeah, when they Josh- find out that he was like a traitor. So yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> like, That's about, no, but the Josh Peabody one is they thought it was a farmer that like fell in a hole. Yeah, they're like, there he is. He's been missing for 45 years. Traveler. (laughs) He was just passing through and he fell in the hole. Yeah, that was really sad. (laughs) He fell in a hole. Everyone's like, who cares? Thirsty men and their scary wives and they got all scary sheds. I don't know. Kevin Cove doesn't sound that nice anymore. (laughs) Well, I think the thing is when you get into the nitty gritty of the Cabot Cove, uh, you know, like relationship issues. There's so much murder too. So much murder. But they all have these terrible husbands. And then it's like, and I don't know everybody's so mean and so when Jessica's like talking to Mariah Mara it's like nobody's been nice to me and Jessica's like oh you know what people are like in New England I was like I don't think people are like this like I think this is really bad but also this goes into another thing I wanted to ask you so at some point Jessica says oh I I lived here for 10 years and people still called me a newbie and she's asking Seth about the scandal to do with Monica Walker that happened 25 years ago. But I thought Jessica grew up in Cabot Cove. So why does Seth know a scandal she doesn't know about? They kind of go back and forth on that. Like, but she at least has been there for a long time. Right? Yeah. Didn't yeah. she teach high school there? Yeah, like I feel like they couldn't decide when they were creating the show. You know, they didn't. Oh. No, and so then they, yeah. In some episodes, it seems like she was there forever. And also, remember that Seth also lived in Portland for a while. Remember, he got caught up in yeah. that scam with Haley Mills. Yeah, he rolled down the hill the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> remember how Haley Mills was kind of thirsty for him? Uh, yeah, she was very thirsty for him, and he was like, "I'm not interested." Like <laughs> <laughs> Seth, come on! I thought he was kind of interested. And he was too busy covered in dirt. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, yeah, All it the best episodes confusing. do. <laughs> Lyle Wagner. And... Oh, no, was it Lyle Wagner? Or what was that? What's that guy's Lyle name? Lyle Wagner was in the one the, with the guy who said he sent him to heaven just early or whatever. Yeah, with his, like, freeze frame <laughs> finger pointing in the air. He's in a fantastic episode of Golden Girls. I highly recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> I have to watch that. Yeah, that's that's unfinished business. Was that one? Yes. I also was laughing at the scene when they walk into her house and she has like the cauldrons and the cat. And oh my god, like, that was oh so funny. It was too much. And Mort's like, Andy, stop it. <laughs> she yeah, got yeah, away. He says, 
He said, I wrote it down. He's like, not a word, Andy. Not one word. <laughs> I thought Mort was on fire this episode. Yeah. But did you notice those cauldrons, like those staub, like cast iron pots were just sitting there? Mm-hmm. Were they on it? They weren't on a stove. Like she literally just dropped dry ice in there and just were letting them like. I think they were like, on a table. Yeah. And yeah. there were two of them steaming away. You would think if you're like eroding like something off of metal, <laughs> you might want to just be a little more careful with where you're sticking that. I yeah, more was I mean the thing with more is like he's very obviously very practical, but when Jessica's like, oh more, you don't believe she's a witch. And like he doesn't, but he's like, I don't believe, I don't necessarily believe that she doesn't believe she's a witch. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that was good. <laughs> no, That's he true. had I wrote down so many. <laughs> like quotes from Mort this episode and his banter with Seth. I mean, he just, I don't know. They were on fire. I mean, that's the thing I like about like when Seth and Mort are there and Jessica, it mm-hmm. it is like a three ring circus of like one liners. Like you're just like, mm-hmm. they're just ping ponging off each other like the whole time. And there's a whole scene where Andy is like, I heard from so-and-so who's told so-and-so who told my wife and Jessica schools him about gossip. And then he still kind of doubles down on that. <laughs> right. And she goes like word of mouth is notoriously suspect. Yes. And Andy's like, you can say what you want to say. I believe she's a witch. <laughs> you didn't see those cauldrons. Yeah. I love when he sees them. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Sheriff. And I just like when Mort told Seth, like, how did I inherit you? Which God did I offend? <laughs> like he, I don't know. Mort made me laugh out loud so many times this episode. He was really good. Yeah. And Seth saying the tough part is knowing my tax dollars pay for his salary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, you love each other. I don't remember them being quite so contentious all the time, but this is fun watching because it is they fun. just it's cute. It is cute. They're all sitting at her table for breakfast. Looks so fun. And they're just like hanging out like with pals. It, it seems really nice. And that, that they have this little like friendship because they know everybody else in town is a horrible monster. Only <laughs> <laughs> the other men, you know, it's like. Well, and the fact that like Jessica takes almost no convincing to believe that like all these people are capable of like, you know, she's like, as soon as Mariah says something, they, Mariah says about her mom, Jessica's basically like, I believe you. And I think that the Winthrop set your mama. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, these people all this time, and you're like, yep, they did it. But it's interesting because she's so kind to Mariah and forgiving of, not forgiving, but like totally fine with the fact that Mariah's come in here, caused all these problems. And yet gave that guy from When Thieves Fall Out such an effing hard time. Yeah, that's why that episode is tough for me. Yeah. Just because he was a victim yeah yeah and mariah isn't even a direct victim she's like avenging her mother so it's even one thing removed and yet jessica's like i'm cool with this these people deserve it (laughs) i know 
And I love the bit where she, because like Nate, actually, the insurance guy, hadn't technically done anything wrong, yeah. really. Um, though he seems so suspicious. But the bit where she's like scaring him at the top of the courthouse, like I wrote down, Nate's like, don't push me out the dang window. Oh, <laughs> she that runs, was spooky. And she runs at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, she's like, I figured it out now. Thanks, Nate. He's like, what's happening? <laughs> My notes are, is Jessica going to push this guy out the window? Like, it's so weird. The build up to it is so, she's like, I'm just going to. <laughs> <laughs> like for Nate, here's how those two days went for him. He's like, I was in this play. <laughs> And this woman came and like asked me for some personal policy information and I told her I couldn't do it. And she like kind of flirted with me and I was like, okay, yeah, like we'll have a little flirt. I never really followed through. And then someone painted a pentagram on my shed and burned it to the ground. And then this old woman tried to push me out a window and told me she was going to subpoena me for the records. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad week. That's a bad- <laughs> it's like a bad two days. I know. And also by the time they get outside, which you would think they would have noticed it pretty early, that shed is just like, it's like everywhere. Yeah. And his I mean, shed was like ready to go. <laughs> also, I do love that he told her, he's like, all the records are in my shed. It's like, don't tell them that. It's like, right. And keeping like private files. <laughs> right. And like a wooden Is that shed company policy, Nate? Right. <laughs> You're not going to give her any information about fires 30 years ago, but keeping private and personal records in your dinky shed is so easy to set on fire, apparently. Yeah. On private property, <laughs> like in your house. Yeah. That man is on a bad day. <laughs> we were watching this with mom and she was we were about halfway through and no one had been killed yet. And Mom said, where is this headed and who's going to die? <laughs> I think you knew who was going to die as soon as they got a bunch of rose petals dumped on their head from a great height. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Creepy stairs. Like, yeah, you honestly, there's no one I want to meet that badly that I would walk up like those kind of stairs to go find. When, what did yeah. you think was going to happen? Like, I know he thought something sexy was going to happen but it's like he has literally just met this woman and she's lured him back to a dark abandoned building it's like dude come on and how many dark abandoned buildings are there there just feels like (laughs) an endless lot (laughs) like that shed and then the house walker house (laughs) and that other house remember that house with the needlepoint clue Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's from Benedict Arnold. Yeah. Her house was shockingly clean. I thought it looked nice. It was just abandoned, yeah. wasn't it? Or did yeah. she pass? No, the mo- they said that the mom sold it when she got out of prison. I thought what it was with the one she was renting. Yeah, because the mom's name was Monica Walker. Yeah, but I thought she was just renting that house, but it had been ab- abandoned for 20 years or had the mom owned it and then I sold it. I thought she it. said something about that the mom sold it and left Oh, oh, I missed that bit. Yeah, she, and the judge was so naughty because he'd tried to sleep with her mom. I mean, he didn't know it was her daughter, but he tried to sleep with both of them. Creepy. Yeah. Weird. I mean, 
and being like i'll drop the charges if you sleep like give me favors like ew so gross no he was disgusting and like they never portrayed him as anything other than all these guys whoever directed this episode was like these are the no he was i think the trouble for nate was he had sort of a resting evil face yeah. so every time he was paused it looked he looked evil and so you're like waiting yeah. for him but actually he, he never did anything bad and he'd ensured it was it was that his papers could prove that the ring was the same as the necklace or something like that and so it's like that hadn't Oh my God, that bit where Jessica is talking about the cuts of the rings. And she's like, and that cut wasn't invented till the 1920s. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, so well versed. Are you yeah. a jeweler? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, yeah, she. <laughs> Should we, do you want to go through the beats? Sure. Beats, 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 beats. Okay. By Dre. Thunder weather. Actually, the wind played an important part at the beginning. Yeah. Wasn't there lightning at one point? No, but the guy fell. <laughs> they showed that scene so many times of him falling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <So> extended. <laughs> it was. It was well. Listen, that was the money shot for the episode, wasn't it? Like they'd like gotten a stunt double and they broke through those wooden slats and everything. It was good. Good point. Secret drawers, closet hiding. We had the killer hiding in this. I called it the steeple, but it's that like. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you would refer to it as if it's not a church, but. Yeah. A turret or something. Yeah. Which is scary. And when he sees her, he's like, hey. (laughs) And she just runs at him. (laughs) (laughs) God. Poisoning, bludgeoning, the judge was pushed out a window, so he, he fell to his death. Um, phone wire cut, no. She shaking, no. Window peep, JB looking out of the broken, I said it was the window, but it really is just like the broken surround of that. She stood there for quite a while in a very ominous scene, luring Nate up to the top of the steeple to, I guess, scare him for no reason. No, I thought she was just trying to figure out what happened. I don't think she's right by like bullying an unsuspecting innocent man. A big bully for him. Like I mean, he was like, like every time she needed information, she's like, "Who can I bully to get this information?" (laughs) Nate, it's me, Jessica. He's in therapy like five years later. I mean, I still have this this dream where the lady is running at me. (laughs) Oh my God, so good. Fake name ID, Mariah Osborne was Mary Lynn Walker. Mm -hmm. The fuzz slash cop quirk and cop chemistry don't really apply because we've got more businessy business was, I said local amateur theatrics. Mm -hmm. Insurance, sort of. But yeah. Yeah, you keep copies in your shed. Very (laughs) secure. The failings of the judicial system. (laughs) Like, well, yeah, because they were all like a small town group of people. So they got what they wanted. But And Lydia had friends in high places. So. So 
uh aj nothing but a number i mean we have a lot of people in this episode so okay i'll start with the sort of inconsequential ones andy broom was 36 and mort metzger was 56 seth Hazlitt was 69 so and eve simpson 66 penelope hope daniels 57 <laughs> so that's marion mercer that's very Mercer. So that was so P- Penelope was meant to, I guess, play Eve's mom in the original <laughs> casting of this. Wait, and um, she was 57? Yeah. So she's nine years younger. Um uh, yeah, nine years younger. <laughs> uh, I wish they would have done more with Penelope, to be honest. Like, you know, she's in it, but she's it's like I thought it was kind of a it's too bad they didn't have that actress in it more. Yeah, I mean, I think she's sort of Lydia's gossip person, but it would have been nice to see that play out a little bit more because it it sort of kind of got dropped a bit. Um, so then we get into our main uh, cast of characters. So uh, Mariah Osborne was 33. Okay. Nate, Nate Parsons was 52. Judge Willard Clinton was 64, Lydia Winthrop was 64, and Charles Winthrop was 60. Hmm. Okay, so here's my question. Okay, okay. So when he had an affair with her mom, mm-hmm. he was 35. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, because they said it was 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not like, that's not like terrible, I guess. But um. But that also means that she was 31 years younger than Judge Clinton. Yeah. I mean, it was it was always going to be gross. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. The nature of it wasn't great. Okay. Okay. So she was like eight when her mom went away. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So she was definitely not his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't even think about that, but I'm glad that honestly, when they started talking about like, oh, you'd had an affair with her, I was just waiting for the next beat to be like, and the surprise baby was his daughter. Wait, and does anyone remember what the name of the boat was? Oh, the lucky charm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is like in, um, (laughs) <laughs> okay i was watching this okay i was watching a bit of this hallmark movie the other day where they're in ireland and she's american and he's irish and he's from this small town and in the end she finds out that this ring her grandmother had given her <laughs> is from that town and i was like uh-oh this is this the moment we find out that they're related <laughs> <laughs> Um, petite feet, 
no. Oh, I was going to say for Pete Feet, there was that unappealing foot massage. Right. Oh. Yeah. So not, yeah. not so petite. I was not like, petite. Oh, maybe should upsetting. Like gross things that happen in episodes. It's one of our beats. <laughs> I'm sure you've mentioned that before, Megan, because you're right. That is a good thing to cover is gross. The, stuff. Uh, the cringe, gross behavior. I just wrote yuck, like <laughs> 30 use, like yuck. I wrote touching a stranger's foot is my nightmare. Because <laughs> then it reminded me of like she. She just like gets on in there and it's I don't think you can really reach into someone's cast like that. Is she qualified? <laughs> and like yeah. when her giving him a massage like that, it reminded me of when Dr. Beckwith just like shoved his tongue depressor in Mort's face. Oh yeah. I think also it's just like it it was it was shot foot up. Which I think made it feel even more. Yeah, like kind the camera's like, on the floor, and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, and he's enjoying like, uh, and also it's his foot, his stinky foot that's been in a cast for <laughs> God knows how long. She's like sticking her hands there, and she his foot could be broken. Like she's like jamming around all these broken bones. In his foot, like right, that. right. It was. It wasn't great to watch. It was like, is this worth it, Mariah, for revenge? Not to touch his girl's <laughs> feet. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not, would it be for me? It's like, just get him like a stick that he sticks down his cast to itch. Oh. Like, it's fine. <laughs> when, what was the game plan with Mariah? Because she's hitting on, I mean, like she can do what she likes, but she's hitting on all these guys. And it would make sense if she was trying to lure them to their death or something like that. But she isn't like she's gonna ask some secrets yeah i guess but it it doesn't end up coming to anything especially not with the judge or but it it's weird anyways um glamour shots a newspaper clipping with monica walker's picture in front of the lucky charm yes yes so that counts smooches no thank god honestly (laughs) i mean truly yeah that would have been bad i feel fortunate <laughs> i feel thankful um familial ties no but we're in cabin cove eyes closed head shake yeah big time. oh yeah yeah so segments fave outfit worst outfit ashley um fave outfit i liked eve simpson's outfit in the opening scene with the blue plaid blazer mm-hmm. and i think it was a white blouse and then a blue skirt um and i liked jessica's red jacket and um i think mm, i mean the wig work was probably my least favorite outfit <laughs> i was gonna mention jessica's sweater but i also know that Susanna and i disagree on the sweaters that she wears <laughs> the cardigans that she wears that knit one with yeah anyways okay glennis do you want to go next sure um so <laughs> i'm start with my least favorites so jessica had this like and it was like a vest no no it was definitely an open cardigan but it had like knit seams in it i didn't really like that 
we thought Susanna, when that sweater came on the scene, Ashley was like, uh-oh, Susanna's going to love that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought we should do, like, side-by-sides of all Jessica's, like, homemade, like, knit sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> Cove wears. Yeah, and then <laughs> Nate's wife, the insurance guy's wife, had oh. this, like, V-neck vest sweater that like mm-hmm. went down to her mid thigh and was this white and blue I don't know what it was but it was horrible um so hated both of those and then um <clears throat> the blonde lady what was her name uh Penelope Penelope yeah she had a uh, gray blazer and like mustard velour blouse that was really nice and then Jessica had a sort of gray with red and black stripe sort of um plaid sweater and then a red belt and navy trousers and that was really nice Mm -hmm. all right megan what about you uh i liked jessica's gray like knit dress with the gray sweater and then the red zip up and i did like she wore a red blazer when she um sees mariah at the library um that i liked and then I just thought they did Lydia pretty wrong in her outfit. Mm-hmm. They were all real frumpy. So, I, yeah. So, like, I yeah, my favorite also was Jessica's gray outfit, Megan, that you just mentioned. I didn't really have a worst outfit. I mean, I thought everything was kind of, like, fine. Like, nothing stood out to me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, the witchy ensembles maybe were, like, not something I would wear, but they didn't like they weren't actively yeah. <laughs> to me or anything um which segues nicely into biggest hug what did we think megan biggest hug uh, i i actually thought nate was kind of cute hmm. i went back cute. i went back and forth on him um i mean mariah osborne's really pretty so yeah. i guess a tie between them okay glennis what about you yeah, I'll go Nate. Okay, Ashley? Mariah. Yeah, I went with Mariah, too. I know it's sort of, she was pretty cute, though. Oh, and really quick, Mariah's, like, witch outfits were, you know, it was a little over the top. It was. It was. There was a lot of, like, black lace and, you know. Mm-hmm. Fringe. <laughs> J.B. Burns. Glennis? Um... <clears throat> Jessica said something at the beginning. I forget who she was talking to, but I think she was talking about the old house. And she was like, it's just some rooms filled of dust. That reminds me, I've got some business in some dusty rooms. Would you mind dropping <laughs> me off at the courthouse? I that. <laughs> that was cute and funny. Nice segue. <laughs> uh, Ashley, what about you? Uh, Seth um, said that woman's voice has a voice that can shatter lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so harsh it was so harsh Megan what about you yeah Seth and Mort I thought had some some good ones someone says in the beginning that that they could do a Blanche Dubois that would curl your hair and Seth says something <laughs> I I'm sure it would and then Seth is going on and on about Mariah um Seth says oh she really she has it and Mort says sounds like she has you doc and then, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I feel like I had another um, Mort one. 
I guess maybe that was it. But yeah, I thought Mort had some some really, really funny lines this episode. I so the only one I wrote down was sounds like she has you, Doc, which I thought was very good. I mean, yeah, Seth kind of liked her. I mean, but he wasn't like, I guess, as creepy as everybody else. At the end, Seth says, and what give up showbiz? Like, and I never (laughs) no, yeah, he liked her, but he did not in that lot and like the creepy judge with his in his tank top. I think he genuinely was like astounded by the acting, which is kind of funny. (laughs) And he wanted to, I don't know, one, and he and Jessica were both kind of immune to whatever the issues were that the other people seemed to have with her um fave guest star hmm ashley what do you think fave guest star i would say mary crosby okay megan yeah me too i mean i liked when she did that ad lib scene and (laughs) seth freaks out (laughs) she's like you're a dried up old hag (laughs) she's barren you're like yikes And it's just like too far, too yeah. far. It's <laughs> like just because I'm possessed with a comely face and figure, something like that. And you're like, okay, we get I it. Just, I was just adding what was in the trial. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be all like innocent. She's like, I thought it would give a bit more color to the character. <laughs> yeah, you're like, nice try. Um, Glynis, <laughs> what do you think? Fave guest star. Yeah, same. Okay, yeah, I'm Mary Crosby as well. Okay, Glennis's guest. Now, I was not there for Glennis's guest, so I don't know what she thought. Who did you guess, Glennis? She got it right. I got it right. Did you? Oh, well done. <laughs> now, I was going to say, I, I don't think I've ever seen this episode before, but then this is the trouble saying to Megan, like, it's hard for me to know if that's true or not because sometimes certain ones escape me, but then other ones I've seen eight gajillion times. And so it's like, but so I also took a guess and I got it wrong. <laughs> Charles, just to see if I could get it from what I had seen. But I, yeah, I guess Charles. So I was, I was well, I have off. seen this before, but I was kind of, I was pretty sure it was Lydia, but then I, I was like, oh, they're doing all this weird stuff where he can actually walk. I was like, maybe I do have it. Maybe it was Charles, but I don't, yeah, I don't know why they added that stuff in there. I think I got confused by the walking thing too. The other thing is that makes me sad. It's like, it's weird. Cause I, I watch murder. She wrote in the wild. So I watch it, whatever's on syndicated right. <laughs> television. So I don't know which episodes are going to come on. And that's how I like to view it. I like to be surprised. So it's weird to know that, like, should we actually finish the whole course of the show, I will then have definitely seen all the episodes of Murder Show because I like to live in a world where maybe there are more episodes I've never seen before. I don't often yeah, come no, across them. It. And so that kind of makes me a little sad. <laughs> that makes me sad. No, I was excited. I don't know. This was five or six years ago when I found out that there were movies that came out after the show because I'd never seen any of those. And so that I was, I was really excited to learn that. So no, I get it. Okay. So now we're on to our last bit. Uh, Fave moment overall ranking. Now I, again, I did not watch with Glennis this time. So I don't feel like I have a great deal of insight into how I think she viewed it. So I'm going to say like a five. So we're guessing what Glennis thought. Yeah. I think I might, I think she might go six. 
Okay. Ashley, what do you think? Six. Okay. Glennis, what do you give it? Oh, it's oh, seven. Oh. Wow. Yay. So what was your favorite moment? I just thought it was really silly. I like when they're silly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, oh, I don't know. My favorite moment was probably that intro church scene. Yeah. Where everyone's like, who is this lady? Oh, yeah. And that was so, really good. And the bells jingle. Okay. Ashley, what about you? Um, I think my favorite moment is when Mort and um, Andy go to Mariah's house. Yeah. I think that's pretty so funny. good. Um, and I'd say overall ranking, I'd say an eight. Hey. What? what? <laughs> no. Well, you were going to say nine, nine. And I was going to say I agree with Ashley, but no, I don't. Megan, what do you think? I'm going down. She doesn't agree with <laughs> Ashley. I disagree with Ashley. And it sounds dark. But yeah, when she, when Jessica's messing with Nate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she runs at him. I don't, I, I do really like this episode. Because I like that there's, you know, there's a backstory mystery. There's, you know, it has a lot of things I really like. And the person who gets killed and and the person that does the murdering are you're not like sad you're you're not they're not like great people no but so yeah so i really enjoy this episode and it's i'm glad we're doing this for halloween it's fun yeah i i give this an eight like ashley does i i i like it i mean i i thought it was pretty fun i i'm sorry it's not higher but <laughs> I'm announcing my resignation from this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. This is the hill you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, like, they didn't give witches curse a nine. I'm out of here. Um. Yeah, I think it's really fun. I my favorite bit is the bit where she's opening the door at the beginning and. <laughs> oh god. Like I'm here. To be, are all the parts taken? Yeah. <laughs> I so yeah so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We hope you have a happy Halloween and we hope you'll listen again next week. Bye. 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 Going tickle, tickle, tickle. I don't like tickle, tickle. <laughs> I don't love really it. Upsetting. <laughs>